sucked. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. And people were asking, people were like, oh, does he stay now? I'm like, no. Like, why in the world? Like, this, I guess the draft. Because it's not going to be good next year. You got to go to the Trevor Lawrence. His draft stock is not. It, it, his draft stock can drop, but it's, it's like a Zion. It's like one, it's like why would you stay? And that like bro, two. We've seen enough. Yeah, we've, we've seen, seen enough. enough. Like you're gonna get drafted. We've seen enough, and it doesn't matter who doesn't draft you because you're either gonna ball out and it's gonna like bother them, or you know they're gonna play the risk and and be cautious with it, and it's okay. Like, yeah, like it works out either way for you because one, you could be like in a Lamar Jackson situation, like for example. Now, like, maybe he could drop to a team that doesn't need a quarterback this year but needs one going forward, and he can actually, like, develop. Like, he could go to um, all the Chargers. They need a quarterback, too. That's if he drops, yeah. He's not going to drop that far, I don't think. But the Patriots had a chance to get Lamar Jackson. (laughs) Yeah. This is the All Things Sports Podcast, by the way, if you're just tuning in. This is Justin, Julian, every week, brought to you by the fourth quarter. Um, back to this Tua Tugavailoa situation. It's so unfortunate because, I mean, you knew he was going to be a top five pick, like, off the rip. Yeah. And then... Especially because the way that the, the top five is shaping out. Because you have Bengals look like they could possibly be number one. Um, I mean, you have, I think you have three teams at 2-8 and eight right now. Maybe, yeah, you have uh, the Jets. Jets oh, the Jets have three wins, I think. No, because they only beat, they just beat the Giants. They beat the Redskins. And, and they beat no. the, the Cowboys. Oh, they beat the Redskins? Yeah, they just beat them on Sunday. They just beat them on Sunday. So yeah, the, so you have Jets have two wins. Dolphins have no, two wins. No, the Jets have three wins. Oh, I'm sorry. The Dolphins have two wins. The Giants have two. And Do the Bucks? The Falcons have two. Okay. And then, so I guess Washington has one. Washington has one versus the Dolphins. Okay. I just assume they beat the Jets because, you know, everybody does. Even the Dolphins. Yeah, I hear that. So it's like, yeah, but yo, and then I don't. A lot of those teams, okay, so, for example, the Jets, are the Jets will be sold on Sam Donald. We don't know for sure. I mean, we see them. We can, like I mentioned, yeah, we can see this Josh Rosen treatment going around for the better guy. And if you're going to say Kyler Murray's the type of talent to, you know, be able to expend Josh Rosen like that, I think Tua has that type of talent. Now, him having that hip injury is a little scarier. There's a little more uh, risk, but that high-risk High reward, mm-hmm. those those tend to pay off when it's I when mean, it's worth it. To be honest, the one thing it's crazy because out of all the quarterbacks that have been drafted, I say within the last ten years, the one I was the biggest on and I'm still mad to this day about is Russell Wilson. Because I knew, like for a fact, when I see yeah. Russell Wilson play, I'm like he's gonna ball. Yeah. And I get to, I get that from Tua, which is why I'm like. 
torn because as a Dolphins fan, I really want to see a Joe Burrow. I just, as Justin smacks the shit out of the mic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what sound effect was that? But, yeah, so it's like, I really like, like, I really want the Dolphins to get Joe Burrow. But at the same time, it's like, if we got two, I wouldn't be mad. It's just the health is a huge concern. This, this hip injury, supposedly, supposedly, he was going down when he got hit. Um, and he went gingerly, like, and kind of rolled into the hit to not put all the pressure on his ankle, and that's how he kind of vulner made his hip vulnerable to that impact, yeah. to where he then dislocated it and fractured. You know what I mean? Like, some, so in, unfortunate. In, in injuries like his, it's like all the stars have to rely on, like, like your hip mm-hmm. has to be a certain way, X amount of pressure. And so yeah, it's a really like freak. Injury. No, it is, and hey, it happens to the best of them. It happens to the worst of them. It happens. It just it's. It's one of those things that's part of sports. It's part of sports. And speaking of Alex Smith, the Bears are another team that Tua Tagovailoa can slip and slide right to. Now, they might not be in that security spot where they can make these decisions. Like, all right, you, you, you banked on Trubisky. And in a sense, you're banking on Tua. Because coming back, yeah. Think about it. They jumped from three to two. To the 49ers, the yeah. picks the 49ers. They jumped from three to two <sighs> to grab Mitchell Trubisky. One, the 49ers were definitely not going to take Mitchell Trubisky. I can promise you that. Second, you jumped up one spot, gave up a lot to not get Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. That was a messy throw. That's that hurt, man. And and thank for thankful to Matt Nagy for not you know wanting to work with Chris Ballard and bring him on as the GM over there. I think he had something to do with that. Um, and if he would have, I'm sure that, you know, a guy like Chris Ballard would have known that a team in that position could have got a Deshaun Watson. I don't know if he would have jumped that Patrick Mahomes. I'll give credit to Andy Reid and the GM in Kansas City yeah, for jumping for Patrick Mahomes because that was some... But I also feel like Patrick Mahomes might have dropped, but I also feel like Patrick Mahomes was kind of like the Daniel Jones because he didn't go to like... Right, right. Like no, and it was, that's what I'm saying. But being in a position that the Chiefs were in where it's like they could have got a better player, but they wanted to get a better player for Alex Smith. Now, for Alex Smith's departure, and they banked on It's like it was the equivalent to, like, the Cardinals signing Cliff Kingsbury. Like, we don't know what this is going to be. He played in the Big 12, Texas Tech. They're going to throw the ball 55 times a game. He'll get 500 yards. He'll, You know what I'm saying? But Patrick Mahomes was doing it, and he was doing it in flashy ways, but the resume, it was just kind of weak, you know? So the fact that he just trans- translated his skill to the NFL, much like a Darius Leonard in a sense, because Darius Leonard was putting up the numbers out of South Carolina State, but obviously it's not going to get the most recognition. Exactly. So... But they jumped and they got him, and and we see teams like the Bears, the, yeah, for sure. And the Bears go and they skip on a Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, we saw what he did to Alabama in the championship. The year that he lost and won, he threw for over three hundred yards and and like three touchdowns. Had a rushing touchdown in each of them. Come on, come on. So, anyways, that we'll talk about more college football probably uh, in a little bit. In a little bit. Georgia is locked in. Again. Uh, just enjoy beating the brakes off FSU. So that's pretty much how my college football season is going to go first. 
Well, the Hurricanes got FIU in Miami, old Orange Bowl location, Marlins Park. I mean, we should beat the brakes off of them, but with this Miami team playing competitive against Bethune-Cookman, I love y'all, man, but you got to bring it. DJ Dallas, he's going to bring it. I don't know who's I don't know who's starting in quarterback. You're dumb. I don't know who's starting quarterback, but whew, come on, y'all. We need it. Jeff Thomas, please. I'm gonna lend you a little, a little dolphin verbiage. I don't. I, how about no? How about no? How about no? Back, all right, listen. We were going to talk about college football to talk about the college football playoff ranking. So neither neither of our teams needed to even come up. So the fact that we started with Georgia, we started with Georgia, and then we started. You started talking about how how George, how, how how you guys can't win the SEC. That's what you. That's what you started talking about. Because they got to play LSU, and LSU is going to give them the work. But that means that they're still going to be in the LSU uh, SEC championship, not versus Alabama, and that's their best chance of winning the SEC in a little bit. I'll say. I'll say. I'll say. Just in the sense, not not in the sense of the team this year. Like in past, like in like Georgia past teams and Alabama past, I feel like they matched up better. At the time, with Alabama at the time, then they match up right now for sure. I mean, yeah, you have a Sony Michelle. Because all it takes is like, for example, I'm just bringing Florida back, but real quick, because no, in the Florida LSU game, it was neck and neck, and we were actually keeping up with that was really for sure. And you guys were playing with trash. Yeah, and then second half came, and then Burrow and that offense just took off and left us behind. And I think that's what's going to happen in the Georgia game. I think that, like, first half, they'll, they'll keep it uh, close. And because Georgia has, you know, one of, if not the best offensive line, they're going to have probably, like, four or five offensive linemen drafted. To yeah. NFL. And then, you know, you got Fromm, which Fromm, people don't talk a lot about Fromm, but he is, you know, if he, if he goes to the right team in the NFL, if he sits, you know, like a Garoppolo, I think he could be like a Garoppolo if, if going to the right situation. Um, but Joe Burrow is just – he might be what the Dolphins need. I'm going to just be excited to see the draft this year, as I am all years, because the talent that's coming out, somebody's going to end up with Chase Young. And he's going to fall to somebody. Like, he's going to fall on somebody's lap and be like, okay, bet. And yeah, look at the wide receivers that have come out of Alabama lately. Judy, Judy could be another one. CeeDee Lamb's going to come out of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's going to be a lot of talent. So, I guess with college football coming to its – Ending, you got the Penn State Ohio State matchup. The Penn State, uh, the Michigan Ohio State matchup coming up still. Um, do you think Ohio State wins out and, and makes the playoffs this year finally? I think they win out. Yeah, I, I think I think it's going to be them and, and LSU. So yeah, I, I definitely think they win out. Um, they that'd be a nice. They've, seen, they've been poised and they haven't really. I mean, you never obviously see the signs of an upset, mm-hmm. but this team just hasn't shown it because we say like they obviously they can't control the schedule, so it's not just if you win, but we all we always say it's how you win. Mm-hmm. And the team that and not a lot of teams do it like a lot of like for example, Clemson probably should have blown out North Carolina, one for sure, and then won by like a possession for sure in overtime. So it's it's easier said than done, but this Ohio State team has done that with every team they play. Every team they played. They just that they should blow out. They blow them straight out of the game. So, I I think that this Ohio State team could go far, and they definitely have a chance to take it all. That's true. And I mean, Justin Fields, 
probably second or third in the Heisman voting. Um, yeah. One interception all year. It doesn't show me why Michigan, who's never – Harbaugh's never beaten his rival Ohio State and uh, them playing against Penn State. They lost to Minnesota the other night – or not the other night, but a couple of weeks ago. And we saw that they're – they can crack. And then these big-time divisional games, conference games – it, 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 Ohio State shines. They never like fail to to prove everybody wrong. They don't. Ohio State doesn't come out and slip. And it's like, oh, it's a good game. It's been a blowout for all these big time Ohio State Big Ten games. Every time they put them on TV. Exactly, and it's a it's a shock. Right now, yeah. Um, so you, you can't control, but yeah, you can't, you can't, yeah. you can't control your schedule, but you can't control, you know, basically, you know, winning and how you win, and then being the defending national champions and them still being undefeated. I see no reason why, like, why punish a team that, and, and if they are your national champions, and you're, if you're gonna say that they're not good enough based on their schedule this year, well, then you need to change their schedule. Either that or no. It, it's, it comes down to they won a national championship last year. Exactly. They haven't lost since that game. Mm-hmm. What gives them any right to take them out? Yeah. There's a lot of one-loss teams sitting out there. I know that at Oregon or Utah is out there as well, but I don't think an Oregon or Utah is better than a Clemson. I don't think so. In my opinion, I mean – Hey, and if they are, they are. But I still would respect the fact that they're undefeated with the schedule that you guys gave them. Mm-hmm. Um, they had had a they had a probably two two slow wins, you know what I'm saying, I, or whatever word you want to call it. But Trevor Lawrence hasn't played bad. I mean, it, the 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 hubba puff of last year kind of died down a little bit, and it's going to join right back up next year. Yeah, they lost a lot. That front, that whole front seven, yeah, it, it was it was shaking up. So, I still think Clemson's going to win out and get into the playoff. And then at four, it's going to be, you know, that toss-up. If Georgia can win, then obviously they deserve to be the fourth. Um, but if they do lose, I still don't think Alabama deserves a shot if they win out. And if they do... Uh, I don't think, yeah, I don't think the committee puts them in. If, if Alabama gets into the playoffs, then it's going to be off the name, not off the, re- uh, not, not off the yeah, resume. Exactly. Right, and I still couldn't do it if Tua was playing. But that's just my opinion. January is going to be fun. New Year is going to be fun. But uh, let's talk about some NFL news before we head into the NBA world. I know we covered NFL. uh, You know, we recorded just not too long ago. We have an episode up. So if you haven't heard NFL Week 11 recap, All Things Sports Podcast presented by Fourth Quarter, go check that out. Justin, Andre, I, Ant was on there. Yeah. but what we wanted to cover in the NFL world today was just uh, this Miles Garrett situation. Since we didn't go over it 
on Tuesday, um, more, I guess, juice started flowing with this story. You heard that today Miles Garrett accused Mitch, uh, what's his name? Mason Rudolph, Mitch Rudolph. Yeah. Um, Which no evidence under further investigation could be found. Therefore. So they ruled that his suspension is still indefinite. They upheld that. And then uh, Mike Pouncey's got reduced to two games from three. Mason Rudolph has not received. Any time. I think he, he didn't get anything. That's crazy. I know that Miles Garrett released a statement. He uh which I think is crazy. I think he should at least got one. He said Miles Garrett said, I was assured that the hearing was a space that was afforded that afforded the opportunity to speak openly and honestly about the incident that led to the suspension. This was not meant for public dissemination, nor was it a convenient attempt to justify my actions or restore my image in the eyes of those I disappointed. I know what I heard. Whether my opponent's comment was born out of frustration or ignorance, I cannot say, but his actions do not excuse my lack of restraint in the moment, and I truly regret the impact this has had on the league, the Browns, and our devoted fans. So I respect that out of him, and if he did, in fact, hear what he's saying, I mean, I'm not going to say go swing a helmet at him, but go swing a helmet at him. Because I don't think that's tolerable, and I don't care who it is. You know, this isn't the Internet. That's like that internet stuff coming in real life yeah. um, type type deal. Um, yeah. When you hear somebody say something like that, and I can't say that Mason Rudolph did this or said it. I'm just going off of what he's accusing him on because just like how we spoke about Antonio Brown and how somebody accused him of what he could have done and possibly how that would affect him, we're going to talk about this. So Miles Garrett, you know, I'm not justifying the fact that he swung a helmet at Mason Rudolph. If he swung a helmet at Mason Rudolph – after he heard a racial slur, and that was in fact true, I can definitely give a little more lenience there. But um, nonetheless, he got the indefinite suspension, which we feel, I guess, was a little too much. Um, originally, I get it, just get him out of there. But when you get through the uh, appeal process, you know, typically guys get their things cut off. Mike Pouncey got a game cut off, obviously, because he was in a self-defense mode in, in a sense, to the fact that the quarterback was – the starter that it didn't really make a lot of sense. So yeah, I just feel like everything was very convenient for the league in the in the place of which it happened because I mean we've never seen anything like it. And but crazy enough, the the league does have a rule for this, and the ruling is well not for swinging a helmet, but uh, using a helmet that I think it's. $15 penalty and an automatic disqualification. Right. So they have something in the rules set up for something like this if it happens. But then, you know, obviously it being on a Thursday night game and the primetime game and the game on, a lot of people are watching. When you see it and it looks really bad, which it was, I think they're kind of put in a position where they have to appease to, to public demand and public um, opinion. Yeah, and that's what it's been for the past years when so they've given yeah, these suspensions. So like, oh, there's, there's six games left? Yeah, we'll, just, we'll make it indefinite, you know, because there's only 16 left. So exactly. It sounds, yeah, so that sounds, sounds right. crazy. So, yeah, well, that sounds about right. We'll, we'll make up our mind eventually. And yeah. If we don't, then the six games is fine. All right. Probably suspend them two preseason games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Or something, yeah. But so it's, it's just 
crazy. That was that. Um, we probably will we'll hear a little more during the week of how the appeal went and all that. But yeah. it's kind of said and done at this point. So we'll talk about some Colin Kaepernick. I know you wanted to talk about Colin Kaepernick's situation. We'll get into that for a little bit. Um, go ahead, man. The floor is yours. My thing is, I totally, a thousand percent, agree with what he stood for. You know, equality. Right. Um, you know, police brutality. Bring, you know, bring light to that. And so I, a thousand percent, agree with everything. And we notice this is all on record. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. So, but with that said, my thing is, I. Like, if he's never out of this, if he's never, never taken into the league, if, if no team ever takes a chance on him and, and don't. Which they him, won't. Which they won't. I'm sorry, dude, but it's your fault. And, and I understand, like, I, you know, I heard, you know, he. The NFL pulled a, pulled a quick one on him. And they, so he tried to pull a quick one right back. Right, but you're the one that's asking for it. And, see, that's my thing. So, if, if put it this way, if your agenda is still to spread your message, spread your word, you know, your truth, and still, you know, fighting for what you believe in, what you what you stand for, that's fine. So if you want to, like, pull, like, a stunt on the NFL, be like, oh, after you did this, right. thing, I'm going to punk you to get my word across. Right. I'm going to show up in a Kunta Kente shirt. I'm going to have people wearing, you know, Kaepernick jerseys. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this and I'm going to say that. If you want to do, like, a whole PR stunt because that's what you want, then that's fine. That's what it seemed like. You, yeah, that's fine. That, that's what you want. You succeeded perfectly. But don't sit here and tell people that you stay ready. You want to play for the NFL. Play for the NFL. Because you, more so than anybody, know what the NFL is about. You know what they're about. So you know what it takes to get into the league. And if you want into the league, like, you already know how they are. So you're getting yourself into known territory. Like, none of this is new to you. But you want to play football bad enough? I'm sorry, you're going to have to... Appeal to, to, to the crowd and... To, but yeah, you have to bite your tongue and you're going to have to appeal to the powers that be. So, I guess that was a quick one on it. I know that Terrell Owens pissed off Stephen A. Smith oh, yeah. today on first yeah, take. You okay. saw that? I watched... They have, they have two... Uh, if you go to the ESPN um, thing on YouTube mm-hmm. and you go on the videos, they have two videos. I didn't see the second one. But the first one, I'm watching it and then the part that threw me off that I was like, oh, was Tito was told Stephen A that he's like, damn, like Max is acting blacker than you. Yo, Stephen A was now playing. And he the, really said, he uh, said, he, he said, a whole to the whole show. I he feel like, like Max now. is is blacker than you. And, and yo, and the whole and the whole thing is like a seven minute clip. Like, he goes, no, he, he goes. Back and forth. And like <laughs> Max is waiting to jump in and then Stephen A's like, Max, I'm gonna let you go, but hold on. And then Max about to talk, and then T.O.'s like, Max, I'm about to let you go, but hold on. So then this is going back Thanks. and forth. So then after T.O. talked, it was supposed to be Max's turn. But when T.O. ended it on, he's like, damn, Max is acting black to you. Max was about, Stephen A. was like. Nah, Max was like, go ahead, Stephen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, hold on, Max. He just put his, put his head 
Go ahead. Like he already knew that was coming. Yeah. Um, you heard that line? Stephen A. Is about nah, that was funny. I feel like Stephen A. Smith does everything for show on his show, so that was the perfect thing. It was Terrell Owens. I mean, he he got under he got under his skin obviously, and and won him over. I mean, did he cross a line? I mean, in a like, if you're gonna be sensitive about things, because it was him. But then again, I feel like it wasn't the smartest thing to say. It was yeah, more of like an argumentative talking shit thing to say. Yeah, and yeah. they weren't talking shit. So he turned it into like, ah, ah, ah I'm just going to clown you. But, and, and then he goes, I don't know, Stephen A. I be in these streets and I think Max is blacker than you. And he said, I too be in these streets. <laughs> he said, I too be in these streets. He said, I, too, be in these streets. So, don't mess with Stephen A. Smith. He's in these streets. Nah, but, um, like I said, it was kind of like a, a shit-talking thing instead of, the like, a true point. Stephen A. was making clear points, and I, I, I was agreeing with what he was saying. Um, Terrell Owens probably had that player side of him that he was kind of just backing Kaepernick, and it's not wrong to back Kaepernick. Not only that, but look, T.O. kind of himself. He got blackballed, but he also did it to himself himself. So, he, he, he knew what it was, and he still played with the fire. You know what I'm saying? He played with the fire, got burnt. Kaepernick I mean, just got burnt Saturday. Like, T.O. basically got blackballed for just being himself, though. Yeah, he was himself, right. And what was Colin Kaepernick himself? He kneeled. Yeah. T.O. was yeah. with the antics. Yeah, yeah. Antics. They used to go to his house when he was suspended to get interviews. Antics. But, uh. Yeah, nonetheless. <laughs> when he said, I too be in these streets, I was like, nah, bro. But Miami Heat, if I could play the Fox Sports theme song right now, I'm hearing it in my head. Um, we're winning games. The ball is moving. We're averaging 29 assists a game or 26 assists, one of those. Um, Duncan Robinson, big shout out to Duncan Robinson, scored a career high. 29 points. He had 21 points in 5 minutes and 11 seconds of gameplay in the second quarter. Shout out to the Heat coaching staff for bringing on Duncan Robinson, developing him, improving every single year. Undrafted. Chris Silva. Give it up. Kendrick Nunn, give it up. And way to scout on Tyler Hero. Bam Adebayo. We got this, man. And and. As hard as we were, were booing the James Johnson, Kelly Olenek, Deion Waiters contracts, mm-hmm. we're applauding this Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero, Chris Silva, Duncan Robinson. We're setting it up for Giannis. That's what, that's what some people are saying. They're setting this team up for Giannis. That's a cool concept to think about. If Milwaukee... I don't think the whole... If I Milwaukee, most people like the Miami, the of Miami, if Milwaukee teams, so. does not win the championship this year or go, which it's possible they lose in the Eastern Conference Finals to a Philadelphia or Miami Heat team, in my opinion, um, I don't think they'll lose to a Boston team. I don't think Boston's big enough to uh, stay with stay with the, uh, the with the Bucks. They're, in my opinion, at that position, it's going to be tough to stop Giannis. Yeah. Um, but, and Giannis has played them in the first round and beat them, you know. Um, he's done his work. But 
I think Philadelphia with the length and size on defense that they have, and then you know Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons hitting threes now. You know Ben Simmons hitting threes now, one for one for eighteen in his career. Um, it's going to be tough in the East, and if Giannis doesn't make it to the finals, at least I think that leaves the door open for. I got to start weighing my options because, I mean, what are we doing now? What are we doing? Yeah. I don't see a championship going to Milwaukee. I see the West winning this year again. Yeah, no, or, excuse me, no, no, West yeah, winning this year because the East won last year. No, obviously, uh, yeah, somebody in the West will be the Clippers, the Lakers going to win. But you really think that if – I honestly don't think the Lakers are going to go to the Western Conference Finals. I have a weird – yeah, I have a weird – I know it's LeBron and he – they're playing really good. It's hard. It's hard to say. I think that Paul George, let's just jump right into it. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, we saw their first game last night together. And um, on a, on one of the most exciting games, one of the most exciting games of the season. That's a damn death lineup. They got. That's like everything. What you need, I got. They had Kawhi Leonard and Paul George combined for 42 points. And then a smooth 27 off the bench, Lou Will, 10 of 21. Um, th- what I'm, what I'm more impressed with is the the quickness that Paul George has gotten up to speed, and also Paul George's efficiency, like he's playing Kevin Durant efficient. I, th- I think I think it speaks. To, yeah, I think it speaks to the level of play that Paul George is, and people. Thank you. Sleep on Paul George. Paul, Paul George didn't. He might win the MVP this year. He was, he was in the MVP talks last year. Yeah. Got yeah. So I, he might win the MVP this year. And I, really, cause I really think that Paul George and also Kawhi, and I think that's why this team works and will work so well, because you, you can input Paul George or Kawhi Leonard on any team right now, and like they would find a way to fit in seamlessly. No matter what you're doing or what, they'll find a way to yep. fit in. Look how he did. I mean, Paul George came. This team is a really good defensive team, obviously. They have a, a pretty good offense without if you can play Paul George. And that's where he really proved it. Excuse me. That's where he really proved it. He went, you know, he left Indiana, got traded for Oladipo, and it was like, all right, kind of thrown into the situation, but luckily he's playing with an all-star, but an all-star that we know it takes kind of adjustments to get used to, which James Harden is playing phenomenal this year. And we got to definitely shout the Rockets out because since that game that they had in Miami that they embarrassed themselves – James Harden has been averaging like 42 a game or something like that. Oh, my God. Like 44, 86. Ridiculous. And we're, it's going to be fun. You know, we haven't gotten even to, to January yet. And the season, you know, the season typically hits up. I'm going to cut myself off as the Colts convert on third down, one of the best third down converting teams in the league. Back to what we were saying, though. Um, it's going to be interesting getting to January, you know, even even Christmas. Like I feel like the Christmas Day matchup this year is just going to be – Super excited, super, because it's also going to set a lot, set a lot up for 2021. Because, because one, the the draft class this year is not as deep, and two, with so many teams viable, Mm -hmm. and like it really like being as far as like coming out of your conference, so many teams are viable to come out of their conference, right? And everybody feels like they like a lot of people feel like they have a legit shot. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of teams will try to make that move because they might feel like Like this is one steep away. One one piece away. 
I respect that. So. so I think we'll see a lot of action. It's going to be fun. Hopefully the Miami Heat is one of those teams you can deal Dion to somebody who needs a shooter. We'll, we'll give him away for nothing. Listen, if he can... We'll listen. give you money to take him. What if he buys in and says, all right, coach, sorry. Do what you need. It's Hawaii. It's Hawaii's at this point. Right? I, I feel you. You can... All, you can Damn. Damn, Dion. You're, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, but it's not gonna happen. Damn, Dion. What'd you do and to that yourself? That was proven in the first game when the first time he got suspended uh, by the team. That was proven. Yeah. Like he's clearly not buying in, and he's hating, and he feels disrespectful for whatever. He's not buying for whatever team. reason. For he's not buying into the team culture. Respectable. So I, I think I'm good. What, what you got? Anything else? I just can't wait for the Philly matchup. I'm really excited. Facts. Saturday. Saturday. This Saturday. So, because I, I think that's our biggest, like that, that's a lot of people's favorite to come out the East. And I honestly feel like this year, more than any other year, we match up really well with them. And I think that if we can beat them and beat them handedly, we're definitely going to be starting to get talks of as a team that can come out the East. For sure. And I just want my knee basketball back on the map because that's where it belongs. Winning. We need to win a playoff series. And just feel that confidence just run through. And to be honest, run through. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love. We'll play at home. We'll play at home. Our team. But, yo, we have one more place that we can get. Yo, Bradley Beal's balling. Yo, one more Bradley Beal's balling. I wish we could trade for him. We can't, but he's balling. 33 a game right now. And they just they just sent the Spurs home in a seventh straight loss. Longest since uh, Popovich's been a coach. But. Yeah, man. That's the All Things Sports Podcast presented by The Fourth Quarter. Follow us on Twitter, ATSPod. On Twitter, at the, the number fourth quarter underscore. That was a helmet. The helmet right there on Jacoby Brissett that they didn't call. But follow us also on Instagram at official ATSPod or ATSPod official. Find it. Don't be lazy. We there. Thank you guys for listening. Happy Thanksgiving. MJ gone, I nigga dead. I slapped my girl, she called the feds. I did that time and spent that bread. I'm headed home, I'm almost there. I'm on my way, headed up the stairs. To my surprise, a nigga replacing me. I had to take him to that ghetto university. I'm out of
Want you to see everything, want you to see all of the lies 